Blog Talk Radio. We do this for the people, we empower people. We do this for the people, we embracing freedom. We do this for the people, we empower people. We do this for the people, we embracing freedom. We do this for the people, we created equal. Talking about the subject that'll help you be a leader. It's time to use your mind instead of killing people. The strongest man alive is the one who's thinking. It's time to show some pride, like your name Vegeta. We the people for the people coming through your speakers. We the people for the people coming through your speakers. We the people for the people coming through your speakers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's once again a Saturday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means that it's time for the sultry voice of me, Mr. Uh, Anthony Armand, and my cohort, Mikey. Hey, hey, I can talk this week, and I don't sound like oh. a prepubescent boy. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. So, this is uh, We the People uh, Radio, and, you know, probably another grease fire this week like there was last week, but that was a good grease fire. We enjoyed it. Um, the gentleman that called yeah, in, and, you know, helped us through the show. And if you want to be like said gentleman who called in last week and helped us through the show, you can call in yourself. That number is 646-668-8479. 646-668-8479. We'd love for you to be a part of this thing. We enjoy talking to the people because, you know, that's why we do it. So just want to go over a few uh, things. We'll be going with our news after the break. Then after that, we will be discussing our main topic of self-hate in its many forms. And I would say something about Section 45, but, you know, taking that as a given that we talk about that guy. That I'm not allowed to be disrespectful towards. So, without any further ado, unless Mikey has any announcements or anything, you know, that he wants to shoot over, uh, you know, I don't know what they're doing in children's church or anything like that, you know, or one uh-huh. of the old ladies has a new hat. But, you know, if not, I'm going to step away real quick and take a break. So, enjoy a. Uh, this is America by our good friend. Not really, but you know, I'd like to think so. Miss Childish Gambino. We'll be right back. Look what I'm whipping up. 
America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah. We gon' blow like, yeah. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. This is belly. On my Kodak. Black. Oh, know that. Childish Gambino, this is America, and welcome back. This is We The People Radio, your boy Anthony Armand. Of course, feel free to call in 646-668-8479. That is 646-668-8479, and now we're going to get into the news. First, some solemn news. Um, I was reported first on Monday, the 27th of August, and... A group of four teens were killed while pushing a woman's stalled car because another huh. SUV slammed into them. Jeez. I'm not sure how that happened. I'm not sure how you don't see a group of people pushing a car and you slam into them. Like, I'm hoping it was like on a blind curve or something. 
you know, you've got some kind of really, right. really, really good excuse because, and, yeah. And not I was texting and didn't see them, so oops. Mm. Which is yeah. not saying that's what happened, but there are a lot of people that, that are distracted drivers, so. Right. Um, in uh, North Carolina, a panel, a panel I'm sorry, of three federal judges ruled Monday that the state's congressional map is unconstitutional, partisan gerrymandering that favors Republicans, and they said that it may require the district to be redrawn before the elections happen, which is awesome news. Um, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, pretty. So the the whole thing, dope. the whole thing behind that is they're saying that the uh, the congressional lines as they stand um, heavily favor one particular party, and that and that why they're trying to get them redrawn. Right. Yeah. Because okay. So those who don't know gerrymandering is manipulate the boundaries of an electoral constituency so far as to favor one party or class of people. So they basically did it in order to favor the Republican Party, no matter how, you know, some folks would have wanted to, you know, their votes and everything to count or swing or whatever. You know, so if I'm running for this, then because of the way everything is drawn, I'm almost guaranteed to win it versus a Democratic person, because even though it might affect some people in that area, they can't actually vote for it, which is kind of crazy. So that's gerrymandering in a nutshell. So that's a big thing and for them to actually, um, and it's not sure that they're going to do it, but hopefully they do. If they get those districts redrawn before November, it's going to, you know, going to reverberate. So um, this one's a double thing from Molly uh, Tibbetts. If nobody knows, she is a young lady who was murdered um, by a guy who was mad because she rejected him and his advances. Now, with that being said, the guy happens to be an undocumented immigrant. Um, all the places and everything made it all about the fact that he was an undocumented immigrant. Oh, my gosh, look at this. This is why we shouldn't let them in the country. This is why we don't want them here. Blah, 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 blah. Her daddy wasn't having it and said, don't you dare make this about an undocumented immigrant situation when what it's about is the power of a man towards a woman, and it happens despite the fact, you know, um, of, of who actually committed this crime. It happens often, and it's not always an undocumented worker, so don't try to, you know, sit there and turn my daughter's unfortunate death into a situation of, you know, helping you become a racist and point out more racist things and I thought that was pretty dope because you know he could have easily jumped on that bandwagon with the rest of those clowns and rode that sucker all the way in so also and this is I'm so glad I'm married let me say that US STD rates reach a record high the CDC says so apparently in the United States about four years ago, we started defunding um, 
the outreach programs and the educational programs and everything as far as STDs. Because of that, ever since, STD rates have skyrocketed in this country, and you just have a large swath of people who are handing things back and forth to each other. Thank God I'm married. Thank God I'm married. Thank God. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to uh the stuff. Nearly 2.3 million cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis were reported. Yeah. yeah. Got some yeah. disease people out there. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like, just because they stopped teaching it, did you stop thinking that it was still out there? Like, <laughs> oh, they're not teaching about it no more. And guess, I guess it's, it's one gone. of those out of sight, out of sight, out of mind things. Well, it'd be all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Like, how do you not know, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, you, you know, the stuff is out there. The stuff didn't just go away. Right. So I've got some. It's a little bit lighter news, though. So did you um, did you hear that United Airlines is back in the news again? No, for what now? Oh, uh, a woman claims that United Airlines tried to uh, pay her off with hush money because she had a um, an experience on, on one of their flights. So apparently, um, they paid her seventy five dollars in hush money. After the man sitting next to her masturbated on the flight. Oh, wow! <laughs> not like not full not on just, or pocket full or full, full on for the entire flight. This man was over there messing with himself. Does like nobody notice this during the flight? Like <laughs> it was. Um, I don't know I'm how long he wasn't the in the middle is. seat, or somebody would have like you would have shifted Dude, I don't know. whoever was to the left or the right. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, she's but in the still, middle. of The man he was on it. He was on it. He was in the aisle seat. How does this not get stopped? I don't understand. From um from Orange County, California to Chicago. So what? That's probably um at least at least two hour two two and a half three hour flight probably. Did he have a uh, blankie on him or something? At least. <laughs> like what gets me? Like here's here's what I don't understand. So, her boyfriend was in the in the middle or uh, on the window seat. She was in the middle, and the dude was in the aisle. And she said that her boyfriend was asleep next to her. I think I'd have had to wake him up. Right, like doesn't like how to. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't know. I, I I am dumbfounded at what. So what did she just watch now. this guy the entire flight? She she said that she was so horrified that she couldn't do anything, so she was just sit, sitting there shaking silently because she was so afraid. I don't. Bruh, come on. Yeah. Uh, then she said she had a full on panic attack. 
you sat there silently for hours. <laughs> yep. While some dude is in the oh. seat next to you hammering one out. Like. <laughs> yep. Come on. Uh, and it, my whole thing is they um they tried to pay her off with such a just unbelievably low ball amount. Like here you go, have seventy five bucks. Don't say nothing, to nobody. Sorry about you. That's not even enough to refund the ticket of the flight. Right. I'm trying Which to think I mean, of all not, the things that seventy five bucks can cover. You know that would help you get, <laughs> gain your mental sanity back after watching somebody. Molest themselves I mean, now, for an entire flight. So I mean, I, I'm giving I'm giving United a little bit of grief, and it's really not their fault. I mean, she said that she couldn't call the attendant because it would have it would have alerted the man that she knew what he was doing, or something like that, or just some some foolishness. I don't see how the well, airline lied for man. that. He had to be. Yeah, he had to have at least the the blanket or something on him, like. Just people are odd. Uh, I guess he, I guess he really out. wanted to be in the in the Mile High Club, but couldn't find anybody to help him out. <laughs> he started his own Mile High Club. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm, I'm I'm googling how many Natty Lights that you can buy for seventy five bucks because you know <laughs> maybe that's what she was supposed to do to help her forget all about it. Or how many four locos you know you can get? And... Right. Jeez. Uh, uh, so she never said person. anything the entire thing, and just after That's the flight felt nope. like. So did they confront this dude? I, and he was like, "Yeah, I had to get one out before I went to some old lady." No, um. It, it it never really says. I mean, she never. She so how do we know she was telling the truth? I don't guess we do. I mean, she tweeted it, so it had to be true, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, she tweeted it. Logical, right there. Dang, what did she even? Mm. Wow. Well, okay. Um, so apparently, um, apparently, according to this, once he finally got up to go to the bathroom, which she she did alert the attendants and they um, they moved her to a different seat. Oh, did they move so, her boyfriend, or just left him sleeping with a kangaroo like jack? They just left him sleeping with um with old boy. Hmm. With Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> uh, maybe he was on his way to a that's... Yankees game. Ah, ha, ha. that's funny. I guess her whole issue was apparently she wanted United to um, to uh, alert the authorities once they land, and uh, mm. they did not. So, but apparently, um, apparently this is a growing thing with airlines that women are um, being victims of some sort of assault. That it's 
they're saying mm-hmm. that it's it's growing at an alarming rate. So I mean, you know, it's just just odd place to just gotta. I don't understand right. people. I, just, I don't get people. Just weird. Just odd. Whatever. <laughs> I got grossed out by my own news story. Well, got more news. All right. Puerto Rico, the new Hurricane Maria death toll is 46 times higher than the government's previous account. That story just is getting perpetually worse. And it's sad. Um, also, a uh, former Texas police officer has been convicted in the death of uh, Jordan Edwards. It's like one of the first times that a cop has been convicted of murder for shooting an unarmed person. But pretty good, and you know, hopefully, it sets precedent so that you know the people who are paid to protect and serve us will actually do so instead of becoming terrifying people in a community full of people who are supposed to trust them. Good luck. Um, Good news, though, a mass ocean cleanup project to collect five trillion pieces of plastic is getting ready to launch. I thought that was awesome because we could use that. that. Florida. Don't know if anybody ever knows anything about Florida. It's a state um, below uh, Georgia. (laughs) It borders the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean. Cuba is to the south of Florida. But more importantly, Florida is a place of Florida. You know, that's the only way to put it because, yeah. So we had a huge discussion about Florida last week because of Stand Your Ground. This week it's because Florida's having a uh, gubernatorial race that's going on, and this young man who is the mayor of Tallahassee, Mr. Gilliam, he uh, he won the Democratic, you know, nomination, and he's going to be going against uh, Ron DeSantis, who is the Republican candidate. Well, uh, Mr. DeSantis decided, you know, during his speech, um, I don't know if you if you can count it as congratulating his opponent on his victory, but um. Said uh, something about monkeying the situation up, which you know a lot of people thought was a interesting choice of words, <laughs> especially when the candidate that you were talking about is a black guy, and you're talking about monkeying something up. I'm not sure if he knew that monkey was a racist term. You know, I'd, I'd like to give him the benefit of a doubt, but then 
you know, there's some stuff that comes out about him and the fact that he was the admin of a racist Facebook group. No. Yeah. Mm. You know, I'm sure. Maybe you know the the term "monkeying up" itself can't be racist. That doesn't that doesn't even sound like a term to me. That doesn't. I've heard of I've heard of mucking something up. I've never heard, I've of, heard of mucking it up. Yeah, I've heard that. I've never heard of monkeying it up before. That doesn't seem like even a a real terminology. Like, yeah, well, yeah, sometimes people's true colors just come out. They come shining through. So, don't, don't think that was, um... Mm. I don't know how you even try to give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> it's just terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I've, it's something I've been thinking about, and I'm like, maybe he meant no. Maybe. Uh-uh. No. No. <laughs> just no. But it's Florida, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, people who mm. are from Florida think Florida is a diverse, happy place where all these different ethnicities gather and love on each other, and that's not true. So, yeah. if you don't know, you might want to check out the history of Florida. Yeah. Um. In other terrible news because, you know, apparently that's where we're headed tonight. Um, <laughs> ten kids gathered for a slumber party in Chicago at a house, and the house caught on fire, and all of them died. Oh, damn. <laughs> Man. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. The world. I think that's literally the worst slumber party ever. But it's it's like how though like what in the world uh, yeah and why were they you know like and then the worst part is they're in a company right wait what you know like yeah said that wow. The bodies of eight children, ages three months to 16 years, were discovered once they put the fire out. Two more victims, both 14, later died at the hospital. But no adults? No. Hmm. Smoke alarm was found, but did not have a working battery. Of course not. Uh. So, I don't know. 
I, yeah, I don't know how you explain that one either. Um, I mean, 16 is old enough to to, to babysit some kids. But you said 10? What, 10? Total of, a lot 10 of kids. kids That's a lot. Yeah. Whew. There's more. Um, yeah, there, there's there a mom that was charged for killing her baby, but not in the way that you would think. Mom was apparently a junkie who was breastfeeding the baby. Jeez. Uh, The baby OD'd on the breast milk? Yep. Okay, I'm losing my faith in humanity again. Yeah. And I'm like, my only thing is maybe the drug clouded her mind. Because you know that everything that goes in you travels through. Right. But You would hope so. You would hope that you would hope that she was she she knew that. I mean, it's got to go somewhere. I don't. What do we do? Newsweek is uh, reporting that gravitational waves could collide, sucking the Earth into a black hole. <laughs> Sweet. That's not how I thought we were going to go out, but. Like, <laughs> like, how do you find that out? Like, as the person who finds that out, is that the day that you just decide to start drinking on the job? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is. I'm like, how, like, what? Like, gravitational waves? Colliding and suck us into a black hole. Like that that sounds unawesome is all get out. Like of all the ways I've ever thought of the planet going out, that is like the you know, and maybe it's because I watched Armageddon and all the other movies that came right. out like in the nineties when they were making all the Earth is gonna be destroyed movies. And I just always pictured us right. all sitting back looking up at the sky and going, No as this meteor came through and the loved ones holding each other people having a party right. in a place, you know, and then all of a sudden just boom, and they're like, how uh-huh. do you handle getting stuck into a black hole? Like, where's the party at in that? Uh, there's not. Plus, you know, it'd be, it actually, you know, it might be kind of interesting, though, because they say that the laws of physics sort of change the closer and closer you get to the black hole. So if one were to just automatically appear, I don't know telling what would happen. Like I, I don't know. It might be interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you never know. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the that's the way I want us. Uh, I want it to end, but it might be might be an interesting way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, I mean, if I you can't do a lot of what 
Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah. I just like, like I feel like I, I feel like if you know if, if the meteor thing hits, then if you're close enough to the impact zone, then you're going to be vaporized. And I'm sure that it's really quick, but it can't feel pleasant. Okay, so, so here's my thing about the really quick stuff. It's like almost like somebody jumping off of a building, you know, and face first, and that's how they kill themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like your theories to people about, you remember the last, like you get to relive that last moment over and over in death, like as you go out. So could you imagine that that's what you're having to relive over and over and over again? Uh-uh. No, no, I like, don't want to do like that. You, like you just get flash incinerated. So, yes, you only felt it for a second, but now just take that second and put it on a loop. <laughs> oh, that'd be awful. Dude, that'd be so bad. Mm, no, yep. No, thank you. Sorry. No, thank you. We're going to have happy stuff sooner or later. Oh, one day. Happy? Colin Kaepernick's NFL collusion case can continue, arbitrator says. So that's happy, which basically means that the NFL tried to kill off this whole thing and say they didn't do anything. And the arbitrator that the NFL hired, which is the funny part, their hand-picked person was like, oh, wow, looks like there is enough evidence in here to prove a collusion case. We'll let it continue. The NFL looked at them side-eye like, bruh, that is literally not what we hired you to do. But it's going to continue. So that's good. And if it actually happens and goes through, it's going to be groundbreaking, earth-shattering in the sports world because he gets to break their uh, collective bargaining agreement. And this kind of stuff has never happened before. And it's going to basically destroy a lot of stuff, um, i.e. the power that the owners have. So this should be pretty dope. Can't wait. Look to see, uh, you know, things that are supposed to be like places of power just get like destroyed and turned down because it helps folks out. Because those in power usually suck. Um, Four people died in the New Mexico bus and truck crash. That looked terrible. Um, if we're back, on, if we're back on bad news, I, I've, I've got one. Oh, so apparently, um, yeah. So apparently, where did this happen at? This was. Doo, 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 doo. It doesn't say. I'm sure I'll find it. But uh, so apparently, a man just climbed through, or not a man, an 18-year-old climbed through the random bedroom window of a young 11-year-old girl and decided that he was going to rape her on the top bunk of her bunk bed with her younger brother right beneath him. Just. Yes. Oh. Yeah. She's still alive. Uh, yeah, oh, I was in New York. There we go. He, so he's still alive somehow. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's um the um the eighteen year old name is uh Julio C. Ayala, and they set they set still bail alive. for half a minute, half a million dollars. Yeah, he's still okay. alive. So he's locked up. Yeah, oh, he's locked up. So he's locked up. Hopefully, he yeah, you know, jail is a way of making tickets court. Yeah, so. I mean, 
there's a, there's a special place for, for people to do that to kids. Yeah. So hopefully he'll go there. I do have a happy story too though. Or I guess happy. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't understand it. But so apparently the internet has gone nuts over something that happened at uh, John McCain's uh, memorial service. So um the two former presidents, Obama and Bush, were there and they were they were sitting next to each other and and um it was Barack, Michelle, George and then um dang it George's wife whose name just jumped out of my head. Is it Barbara? Like his mom? I don't know. Barbara Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I feel bad. I, I forgot his wife's name. So apparently he um he he gave Michelle Obama a piece of candy, like just during the the um, funeral service, just like he, he tried to do chocolate, it on the download too. Yeah, it was a piece of hard candy, and I guess he was trying to do it on the download because he never he never even looked over at him. So his wife handed him the candy, and he just slid it over to her. Yeah. Pretty it's pretty cool looking video that 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 surfaced. Um, yeah, oh, George right. W. He um he's had some. He's Everybody had some knew Mama know that George got it out for for Miss Obama, dude. Everybody, right? Yeah, I mean they've had some pretty interesting moments before. His wife's name is Laura, and I apologize for my first lady Laura Bush, but I forgot your name. I'm sorry. But yeah, there um, it's been some pretty interesting uh, tweets and stuff going around about about old old George W. passing the candy. Oh. And that's not a euphemism. He's just passing the candy. <laughs> Not a euphemism uh, at all. But it's a euphemism also, which is good part. <laughs> He's like, hello, my little chocolate drop. Would you like a, a chocolate drop? <laughs> well, so. Oh, yeah. The way that George looked at Michelle, boy, it's like, you never seen him look at his wife like that. I'm just saying. That's true. You know the time that he gave her the hug? Yeah, the smile on his face that was so big. Like you've never seen him smile before? Yeah. My brother was like, oh, my God. This is it, boys. (laughs) It's finally happening. (laughs) I didn't think it was ever going to happen. She has embraced me in her bosom. Like hey, George, nobody uses bosom anymore. George uses bosom. <laughs> Every time. Amen. Can't blame him though, man. You know, it's it's not like he, you know, he went off dumb and went Bill Clinton, you know, and uh, Monica Lewinsky. Cause not attractive. Speaking of former presidents, did you see Bill staring at uh, Ariana Grande yesterday at uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral? No, I bro. didn't. Bill looked like he was ready to risk it all again, bro. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't just keep doing this. Because he's looking at this girl because, you know, she's a uh, 
she's singing, you know, her song thing that she sings, you know, in front of him while he's, you know, Bill Clinton, and he's sitting here in a chair and being all presidential, as much as Bill Clinton can be presidential. And lo and behold, you get pictures of Bill sitting there staring mouth agape like, oh, yeah. And then you're oh like, maybe he's excited because the person is singing, you know, and then you see no. another picture of Bill, and it's some it's a different lady who, you know, not Ariana Grande, that's singing and stuff, and Bill's got this look on his face like, you're not Ariana Grande. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So I found a I found a picture with him sitting there, just mouth open, just stupid look <laughs> on his face. You know, you know what gets me though, the guy next to him. Have you seen that picture where where she's like on the left, and then there's a guy in the middle, and he's sitting there and he's in a suit and tie, and like and then you see Bill, and he's sitting there, like so, just like, I don't know, the, the guy sitting there he looks all. Looks all all upset and stuff, which he should be because you know they're at a memorial service and Bill is just sitting there, mouth open. Did you see the one with him, uh, Al Sharpton and uh, Jesse Jackson all checking out Ariana Grande? Like, nah, I don't guess I've I've seen that one. Right, yeah. Bill, you can do no good, bro. I'm sure he tries. I mean, at some point in your life, how old is Bill Clinton now? Do we even know? Like he's he's getting on up there. But at some point, at some point in your life, you got to be able to learn to take a quick glance and keep (laughs) your thoughts inside of your head and not let the whole world know exactly what you're doing. What? Well, you're a former the president. The picture they got not. was just where he, I mean, he's it's, just looking like he's just so elated, like, he's like oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at it's her. Kind of, it's almost like he's never seen a woman before, and that was his first experience. He's like, holy crap, what is that? <laughs> you, you're giving her that prison stare down, like, oh, <laughs> Yep. At least she wasn't sitting next to him on a flight. Yeah, that is true. Yep. Because Bill would have been like a... I want to show you something presidential. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. In in other news, um, the news of the absurd, you know, because this is the dumbest thing I've seen in a while. People are calling for a boycott of In-N-Out because they donated to the Republicans. Now, I may not be for a Republican donation, but I'm not going to boycott you because of what you believe in, unless what you believe in is complete and total and utter racism and everything else. And by all accounts, In-N-Out hasn't done that. You're just back in the GOP. But you can't back, you can't blame a business for back in the GOP because that's what GOP does. They're, they're good for big business. Well, people are stupid, and they're taking the Twitter 
and they're using the hashtag boycott in and out <laughs> because they gave and and all they gave was twenty five grand to the Republican Party. So we're not we're not talking like a yeah, not not a huge donation really. Right. I'm like, really? This is what you want to boycott about? This is what you want to put your weight behind? Like, come on, man. And and, and, and my God, I'm always, you know, boycott and don't go here and don't do that because these people suck and stuff like that. But this is stupid. Plus, it's in and out. I mean, if you've never been over on the West Coast before, get you some in and out. Yeah, it's pretty go because. Oh. It's, pre- it's pretty. It's pretty delicious. Yeah, <laughs> had it had it twice in my life, and it was pretty amazing. <laughs> Just go in there and tell them you want an animal style. It's not what your you know your your search engine thinks it is, but it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Also. Uh, I don't like the world sometimes. So I'm just going to go after this. A Columbus police officer was working undercover looking for women selling sex when he tried to take a woman into custody. After an altercation in his car, he shot and killed her. Uh. At the time of the shooting, he was already in, under investigation for other dumb crap that he does. So this is what happens when you don't take a bad cop off the street. Also, why are you getting into an altercation in the car? Because if you're in a cop car, she's behind a cage. Let her do whatever the hell she wants to while she's chained up in the back. So, which leads me to believe that because, you know, she's somebody selling sex, that you were probably doing something unpolice-like. Probably so. You know... When I read it, I'm like, you're already under investigation and you're still on the street. Like, where else do they do that at where you can be under investigation for crimes against humanity and still allowed to go out and police humanity? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that in the medical industry, if you get under investigation for something, they don't let you work with people anymore. So at least until the investigation's over with, like right, yeah. Also, in the news of the dumb, Bank of America freezing accounts of customers suspected of not being U.S. citizens. I bank with these idiots, and I can't believe that we're <laughs> having to talk about this. Like. You're literally going through and be like, you know what? Maybe one that was in earlier is not really a citizen. We're going to freeze his account. Because although one works hard, just like every other person that has their hard-earned money in our bank, one's not from here. And one didn't come here the right way. He's been paying his taxes for 30 years and doing stuff, and he's had his money in our bank the entire time, and it's made us so much money, but Juan didn't come here the right way. So we're going to freeze his account. That just don't seem right. Nobody told you to freeze their account. 
you didn't get a federal order saying we need to freeze his accounts because Juan has been found out to be a drug dealer. You know, he's aiding and abetting the, the cartel or anything else like that. you just taking it upon yourself, almost like parking lot guy, and just deciding to freeze account. Like, What is their criteria? That's what I don't understand. Like, so suspected... Uh, not right, being so so pretty much pretty much if you have a uh, Hispanic sounding name, or are they right, singling well, out Hispanics, or, or is it every, if if your name's not Bob Smith? Yeah, they're an equal yeah, opportunity. Right. right. Yeah. How is so, how do you not get sued over that? That's what I don't understand. Like. If if I were to have been one of these unfortunate people that that may or may not be a citizen, and at this point that's not that's not the point. That's beside the fact. If I were to be one of these people to where I went to use my account and it just didn't work, and I called them and they were like, "Oh well, we just did, we assumed you weren't a citizen." Oh man, they'd be changing the name of that from Bank of America to Bank of Michael. I mean, I I. Hey, the Bank of Microsoft is uh, great. Yeah, leaving for me to Yep. I don't understand it. I don't either. It just... So I got I got another good news story. Well, I mean, I think it's good. Um, Big Pharma doesn't like it. But uh, so apparently cannabis... Has um has a lot of medicinal benefits. I don't, I don't and we've never talked about it on the show before, so didn't know no, if anyone knew like that. But, we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um so apparently now it's also been found to uh, treat psychosis, and that they've been doing it. Uh, that they actually started doing it before it was before it was outlawed, before it was banned. And that's how they were treating it. And then, you know, it became illegal. So, yeah, it says uh, studies were done as far back um, as the 1950s. Wow. That it just just treats psychosis. So, you know, let's just ban that because, you know, it does, does a lot of good for all sorts of everything and no worse than alcohol, but hey, it's it's illegal. Class one narcotic. So, I think it's a good news. I, I, every time I see one of these stories, I think it's good news because eventually, hopefully, one day, soon, someone will wise up and maybe this won't be illegal anymore. And all these people that are hooked on opioids for pain relief and have cancer and all these other debilitating diseases now that have been proven, not just proven, that's what kills me, proven that this stuff works and it treats and it's one of the most effective things ever and it literally grows out of the ground. One day, you know, one day it'll happen. I think I'm going to skip the whole Trump thing tonight. He's done a lot of dumb stuff, and we'll just 
some of the possessions. <laughs> we'll circle back to him next week. Yeah, because there, there's two stories that I want to cover that, you know, before we get into the main thick of things that I think are, you know, both one is is so important to me, near and dear to my soul. The other one is just like, really, people? So I'm going to get to the one that's really, really people first. Homeless man gives woman 20 bucks because she's out of gas. What? Then they raise $400,000 on GoFundMe for the homeless man. And then they withhold the money from him because they claim fear that he'd just spend it on drugs. So they went oh. out and spent the money on themselves. Now, Why? they said, hey, we raised 400000 We gave him 25000 and there's about 150000 left. Where the and rest so of it go? Me be, okay, thank you. Yes, me being the master, decided to <laughs> add that up. <laughs> and I'm like 150 plus 25. And I count. I, I I did the math a bunch of times because it was important to me <laughs> to make sure I got it right. And I remember, you know, how important math was. And all I remember is my math teacher screaming and yelling at me about being stupid and making sure that I get this stuff right. So I added it up a couple of different ways. I did the 25K first plus 150. Still got 175. Then, you know, I did the 150 plus the 25. Still got one. Then I did, I was like, okay, maybe it's more important to tackle the 400K first and then subtract the other stuff. Then I got money left over. And I was like, I shouldn't have anything over if you spent it and it's evened. But as far as I can recollect, you're missing about 225000 a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, might as well say a quarter of a million dollars just gone. Just Well, it ain't gone. It's somewhere. So, first, this man helped you out. Homeless guy gave you $20. You were like, oh, my God, you did this big thing. You put them all over social media, greatest guy in the world, da, 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 da. He helped me out. I ran out of gas. Oh, what a real hero. We need to do something nice for him, da, da. And did all the crap that people do all on social media, and they're feeling. And they were like, yeah, homeless guy, yeah, we're going to help you out and change your life forever. Then you're like, well, you know what? He'll probably just spend it on drugs. Uh-huh. So instead of letting him spend it on drugs, we're going to go out and blow the money for him. <laughs> We're going to go spend it all on drugs. Drugs, yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So then they were ordered to hand over the money because the guy was a homeless vet. So remember we talked last week also about what yeah. they're doing to the veterans in this world. Yeah. So because he accused them of fraud. Well, it was. I mean, right. That's a. It was fraud. I mean, how else you put it out there for one thing? I mean, it's it'd be one thing, you know, if they set up a GoFundMe account because you can set it up for whatever you want to. You can just say, "Give me money," and if right. people are dumb enough to give you money, then hey, there you go. So, and I guess this is me 
just trying trying to make sense of a story that makes no sense. So if you were afraid that he was going to go spend it all on drugs, then at least give the money to a homeless shelter in the area. They could do a lot with that money. And but I mean, give him if you raised it in grand, his name and said it was for him, you're not. They allowed give it to him. Yeah, it's his money. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, it's his money. Once you did that and said it was for him, it is legally his money. I really, I really hope that he wins. Like, and they gave him twenty five thousand. Oh, he so, did. I mean, he's got enough. Oh, he, oh. So did, does he get the money or what? Like, where's? Yeah. So they were ordered money? by the judge to give him back the money, but they. Yeah, that's the thing. They, they're claiming ordered they the don't got it. To, to hand over the remaining of the money. And they're mm-hmm. like, we spent 125 and gave him that. So where's the rest of where's, the money? Man, let's, I know they don't take that big of a chunk out of it. I mean, I don't know. That's odd. That's something else there. Right. So how does, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about how it works. So if, if they would have fell short of their goal, do how does that work? Once someone donates to it, do they automatically have access to that fund? Or how did, do you, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Just curious to find out. Yeah, oh, see, well. their, their defense is they set up meetings for the homeless guy to meet with financial advisors and stuff like that, and he never showed up. You know, they bought him a truck or something like that or an SUV and, you know, still, you're holding almost okay. 200 grand. Right. I mean, and where would, do, you, do you remember where the story, where did it take place at? You know, um, not that it matters. I was, just, I was just sitting here thinking that, that 200 grand, I mean, that that's enough to buy a house pretty much anywhere. Right. So, I mean, you know, he wouldn't have to be homeless anymore. He'd at least have a home. So, it looks like it took place in, like, Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. So, yeah, and the homeless guy said that the couple, that, you know, alleging that the couple spent most of the funds on vacations to Vegas, Florida, and California, along with a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, a new BMW. <laughs> they lost uh, that money in Vegas. Let's just be real. They blew that money in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It gone. Bro, they went. They went ham is what they did. They they didn't, ex- I don't know. I mean, the, social media is a is a dangerous yet powerful thing at the same time. I mean, it doesn't. All it takes is for the right people to see it, and then there's just no telling. That, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and then, that's you know, they, they gave him 25K. By... Right, and they were mad at him, though, because he spent it quickly. But he said he admitted to spending the money quickly. He gave it to family and friends, and he's only spent some of it on drugs. Which is I his mean, prerogative. It, That's his money. But I mean, do you mind? I mean, four hundred grand. You know how much dope you'd have to be able to pump into your body at four hundred. Well, grand? There's, you know, there's. 
I'm sorry. Well, this with that much no that, with that but, much cannabis, we know he won't die of cancer. It, it's okay. All right, and then my my last okay. one, and I'm fine with this one. This one's actually, I'm happy. I I am behind this 110 percent. A single state wants to define meat for America. The Missouri beef industry borrowed a move from the animal activist playbook in an effort to set the standard for what is technically meat and what is not meat in the United States. In the move that is drawing criticism from the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, devil, it named brand foods such as Tiferky. Missouri this week enacted a law that prohibits meat alternative companies, including those that make plant-based and self-cultured products, from using the term meat on their packaging. The law backed by the state's cattle industry is the first of its kind in the U.S. and is already subject to a lawsuit. But I'm backing this. I will back you, Missouri, on this. You know how tired I am of looking on Instagram, the interwebs, and everywhere else, and all these idiot people talking about I got a burger and it's some freaking soybeans or some whey or a you know that black bean a mushroom stuff. yeah uh, yeah I'm like or, miss- or or you know chicken wings made out of cauliflower now on the flip side the obesity of problem in America is a real thing, but I understand meat that is meat, <laughs> right? Meat is meat. Meat should be defined as it it used to be alive, and now it's not. It is now meat. Right. Dictionary dot com says the actual definition for meat is the uh, the flesh from an animal used for like to feed you know for for the food of another. That is meat, not your That's plant meat. that you decided to shape into, you know, a McRib because, God, I'm sure that's probably not really meat. Maybe 25% you know, meat, <laughs> meat byproduct. You know, uh, all the different things. And I, I, I've sat there and watched stuff, you know, and you watch all these Instagram people because, you know, vegan is the new thing that people like to do, you know, even though people have been eating meat for, you know, thousands of years, you know. People are, you know, they're like, we're not meant to eat meat all of a sudden again. And it's it's secular, I'm sure. But you're murdering plants, you filthy, disgusting people who murder plants. Um, How dare you? They have feelings, too. I'm telling you, man, okay? I will slap the absolute fire out of a person if I show up at your Super Bowl party and you offer me some hot wings, and it's cauliflower. <laughs> and you didn't tell yeah, yeah. me, hey, try this cauliflower that I covered in barbecue sauce, and I'm trying to pass off as wings. <sighs> because it's really a thing. And I'm like... And so they shape it like the wing? I'm like, I don't... Well, because you know cauliflower, the wing has a drumette, but it looks like a drumette. Okay. 
I got you. Right. Well, I mean, if you batter dip and fry it, I mean, anything can taste good. I do like I do like some roasted cauliflower. Though. I'm not gonna lie, I may be a big guy. I still like my veggies, but I'm I'm and, and not going vegan. I am a vegan. veggie person. I actually have a preference yeah. for vegetables. Right. But meat is meat, and it's delicious. You know, there, there was a commercial back in the days, and the slogan was, where's the beef? It wasn't, where's the leeks? You know, <laughs> where's the yeah. leaf? None of that stuff. That's true. Meat is meat, and people are trying to make meat stop being meat. Instead of just, if you're a vegetarian, why, why would you even want to name your stuff after a meat product and you hate meat? Because of what they're either doing to animals or what you think, you know, but you want to name your thing after a meat product and you hate meat? I don't understand that. That is like, do you really hate your vegetables and you're trying to make yourself like them so you're you're disguising them as meat? Yeah. Because, you know, if I'm eating a freaking mushroom burger I'm expecting mushroom and burger not the mushroom is the burger is the burger and then you're putting that on bread and it's like and I just now speaking of the mushroom burgers though um, and I know we got to get to the main topic but um, one of the major fast food chains Sonic actually tried something to where they uh, supplemented their meat with ground mushrooms to make it a, a a more sustainable product. So there was still meat what in, in the it. Hell? But it was like, but it was thirty percent, was thirty percent mushroom. So, I mean, there there is there is something to say that there there are companies that are trying to be. And I think they were marketing it more toward it being a, a sustainable product that uh, either that or it's like I do with my kids, and I was they were just trying to trick people to eat something. So. Meat is a sustainable product. If you put a bull into a room with a cow and leave them alone for a little while, you're going to have more meat by the time you come back. <laughs> Yeah. The trick That's is true. not to kill them both off before you get the extra meat. So it's perfectly right. sustainable. What they were practicing was deception, trickery, and it should not be stood for by anyone. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about it. Because, like I said, granted, I don't, I'm, I'm not a huge giant meat eater person. But when I want the meats, I want the meats. And I don't want you to fake me out and have it be something else because then we're going to fight. Right. And and as as, as good as, as some of this fake meat stuff has gotten, because it actually has gotten better over the years, um, I still have not found the substitute for a nice ribeye. There is not a vegetable on this planet 
that will substitute for a nice mid-rare ribeye. Nothing, nothing like it. Bro, I remember when y'all told me about this, that jackfruit crap, you know, and... Which which you can't... I, I still haven't found it. I've actually looked for it. I'd like to try it. And everybody's like, you know what? But, you should just try that. That's the same thing as pulled pork. Well, I mean, that's what you they know, say. People are now lined up and ready to be slept. Because <laughs> I don't care if it looks like it. It ain't pulled pork. Smells pool. like it. It could even taste like it, and I still won't like it. I might like it, but it ain't pulled pork. So if you but just yeah, put it in the roll of something and label it as pulled pork, You know, technically there is no more Bruce Jenner. But until he pops out a baby, use yeah. a boy. Oh, that's funny. That's true. You know, I think that last story, though, is the perfect segue. Because I think that whenever you start talking about vegans and vegetarian, I think that's the definition of self-hate, in my opinion. Uh, you have to really not like yourself if you've decided that that you're you're just done with meat, that you're just done, never gonna eat it. Something something's fundamentally wrong with with all vegans and vegetarians. If our um, if Ramona Shanae was on, she would tell me to say a disclaimer and let people know that I'm being sarcastic. Kind of am a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I fit. I, it's like they're always going around trying to convert people. Like, oh, try this. You won't even miss the meat. I want to. I want to do the reverse. I want to start sneaking them like some nice, good beef cutlets or something. Be like, here, just try a bite. You'll never go back to eating vegetables again. I want to make real pulled pork and label it as jackfruit. I <laughs> feel <laughs> like this is this is the best thing I've ever had in my whole life. What is it, pig? That's what it is. You like, it's jackfruit. It's jackfruit's amazing. Told people you didn't yep. eat real pulled pork. It's like, no, you don't. Yep. Go ahead, guys. No. <laughs> no, be like, no, that's what the pig's name was, jackfruit. We named him jackfruit <laughs> so you'd feel more comfortable with it. <laughs> oh. Good times, good times. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, that makes me laugh. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, self-hatred. Mm. Defined as intense dislike of oneself. When most people hear self-hate, They equivocate it with race a lot. You know, where a person who might happen to be a black person does not like, you know, themselves as a black person. And they convey that towards other black people and everything else and say some really ignorant stuff. But there are different levels of self-hate. Many forms of self-hatred. Um... Anytime that you inflict something upon yourself, and this is probably going to rub some folks 
the wrong way. It is self-hate. So drug use, hanging out in abrasive relationships, whether they be friendships, you know, marriages, whatever it is, that's a form of self-hate. Um, people who are, you know, do like the uh, anorexic bulimic thing because they don't like the the way they look. And a lot of these self-destruction, you know, self-destructive measures people take to make themselves look better is all because you don't like who you are on a basic level. So I thought it important to discuss this subject because it's such a complicated thing that not so many people think about. And a lot of people actually have it based upon their actions. Because if not, then why would you hurt yourself by doing the action that you're doing? or being in the situation that you're in because ultimately you have choice. And I hear people all the time talk about, well, I can't leave so-and-so and I can't walk away and I can't do this and I can't do this. And it's like literally, yes, you can. You are literally allowed to. You can get up, use your own two feet, and walk out. But... You know, maybe that's just me and I'm crazy. I don't think so. Um, no, I think that I think that anytime we talk about anything that involves mental health, that it's it's not always black and white. Um, it's some of it is. I mean, it, it's it can be a type of depression. I mean, it can be a downward spiral. I mean, it. It's not always – sometimes it's stuff you can't control and sometimes it's not, is I guess what I think I'm trying to say. Oh, please um, tell me what what, what you, what's the thing you cannot control. Well, I mean, I think that um, – I don't know. Hmm. I, think there's, I think there's a difference between hmm, – I, hmm. I don't. I don't guess I. I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to think, and, you, and it's not working. So. The brain or the thinking close, part. Both. Um, I think that when it comes <laughs> down to, <laughs> I think when it comes down to some of it, it can be closer to to depression, which is not always controllable. Or or maybe or maybe the self hate leads to depression. Because hmm. I think but if see, you depression can get to a point, and self hate are separate from each other. Well so so let's let's use an example. Um so for um let let's say you have a person that is that is overweight, 
like, you know, we we know a few people. So you have someone that that knows everything they're supposed to do to lose weight, um, mm-hmm. knows everything they could do to make themselves healthy, but they still hit the drive-thru. They still order the stuff that's not good for them, and they still eat it. And so they mm-hmm. keep gaining weight, and they don't lose weight. So at that point, it is controllable because they could stop. They could not go to the drive-thru. But when they right. get to the point to where they're 150 pounds overweight, 200 pounds overweight, at that point, they're clinically depressed, or could be, because they overeat. But at that point, it is, it's not as controllable anymore. It's, it's, a, it's a pattern of behavior that's been reinforced um, I can't I can't help but think about um the Austin Powers movie. Second okay. one. There was a character with, in the movie that Belcher. was a very yes, there I wasn't gonna say it. But he gave this he gave this very eloquent speech at the end of that movie to where he said I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy mm-hmm. because I eat and it's a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that point like nobody wants to be at that point, but when you get to that point, it's it's almost out of your control. Mm. That makes sense. So nope. and, and still no, huh? Just no. Well, some people like because it's never out of your control. Well, it feels out of your control. Then let me put it that way. You can say that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you ever seen the movie Seven? Yeah, I have. So in the movie Seven, there was a sin called gluttony. That's true. And this dude was tried to, he was tied to a, uh, to a table and chair. And he was force-fed spaghetti until he burst. That he had control of. And he was tied to a chair and fed until he burst. But he still could have chosen not to eat the spaghetti Right. Would the guy have killed him anyway? Sure. But you always have a choice. So, and I say they're not related because I was depressed when my mommy died. But it did not cause me to hate myself. I was just mad at my mom. And I couldn't do anything about it because she wasn't here for me to fuss at her or anything. Right. Well, I'm not saying they're the same thing. But I can definitely see where uh, how self-hate could lead to depression. Correct. But they are not. It, it's still a mental health thing, though, because there's no, not always. But it's still it's still it a, is mental a mental health, health thing. Because, that is no, yeah. that's no doubt about that. It's it's still a it's a mental health issue, but it's something that you also control. You know, I, I I've known people that 
hated other groups of people. And they've had their mind changed by the group of people that they hated to not hate that group of people anymore by act of kindness by that group of people. Right. And they were able to change. If you're mad at yourself, you can change it. You just have to change the way that you look at yourself. I'm not saying that you don't need help to do it or anything else like that. I'm not discounting the fact that, you know, depression and everything else has actually happened and, and these eating disorders and everything happened. What I'm saying is I don't believe in the thing of it's an uncontrollable this or that. There is no such thing to me as anything that is out of your control, except for something that is actually out of your control. I can't do anything about the fact that Mikey decides to slap me in the face because that was out of my control, but I can control how I react to that situation. Right. So that's the whole thing with it is in these situations, you cannot control what happens, but you can control your reaction. Well, that's what, I mean, that can be said about anything in life. Then. Correct. Yeah. Again. It's, it is what you make of it. The ones so that I feel the worst for, mm-hmm. I feel bad for this generation coming up. Because, I mean, we had, um, we had a lot of, of issues with, um, I forgot the terms they used to use, um, unrealistic body images in magazines and stuff mm-hmm. when we were growing up. Um, I Like, it's so much worse now with social media. Oh, Instagram is terrible opinion. for it, bro. Yeah, I mean, because you, you have these people that that literally probably spend four to eight hours a day in a gym to make sure that they're the peak of physical perfection and never eat anything other than tofurkey and freaking roasted cauliflower <laughs> in the shape of daggum chicken wings that they're trying to pass off to people. And, like, most of us don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Like The work part is they're always, so, every time you look, they're selling diet supplements, slim tea. Right. Every time you turn to an Instagram thing, there's somebody selling slim tea. Of some sort, they're, sell- they're selling stuff to people to perpetrate a body image to make you hate yourself, so that your body's product. They're capitalizing on your self-hate. And then we've got we've got this whole generation coming up to where that's all they see, because that's that's where they are. They don't we don't we don't have the human interaction anymore. We have the social aspect to where. We're always on the Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever it is now that I'm too old but to know it's how not to just use. That, though, it's TV and everything. The Kardashians. That's, Here they are yeah. perpetrating a terrible image to all these girls that this is what you have to look like to be good and popular and wear these jeans and be able to fit and all this stuff like that. And then what do they do? They turn right back around and all they sell is fitness stuff and land up stuff. 
oh, take this pill, you know, drink this thing, wear this makeup, da-da-da-da, because I'm capitalizing on your low self-esteem on the fact that you don't like yourself or who you are by constantly telling you that you're not me and if you want to be like me, you need to do this, which makes you hate yourself. Right. It's it's a ridiculous, vicious cycle. And it's not, and it's not anything new. Like I said, we we went through it when when we were coming up. Um, I hate that we don't have anybody younger on the show anymore. Um, and I'm sure that the older generation did too. There was the stuff that was out there in the media, or back back then, I guess, just magazines and newspapers and all the models there. And I mean the the worst one, in my opinion, is that all little girls mostly played with were the stupid Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to give you just an... Un- there, there's nobody that looks like that. It's just so disproportionate. Right. Like, so, I mean, and it's and it's something that we've always had to fight, but it's just, I think now that, that with with the younger generation having such an online presence at such an early age that there's just no way to get them away from it. Because it's like you said, if they're not seeing it online, they're seeing it on TV. If they're not seeing it on TV, they're seeing it, I mean, billboards. I'm just trying to think. Most kids don't read magazines anymore. Um, So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I feel bad for this coming up generation. I feel like they've got so much more that they have to deal with that's designed to make them feel bad about themselves and to look for that that nice good feeling somewhere else. To like you said, to have to you have to if oh man, if I don't buy this I'm I I won't like myself or if I don't have this I won't like it or Tough time, tough time to grow up. Remember, our time was a tough time because of the images that were yeah. given to us that at the time was more than what was given to them, which is every generation. It goes on through every generation. I mean, Marilyn Monroe, yeah, you didn't yeah. see her in all these different things, but you had magazines and everything else. All the girls wanted to be Marilyn. You have people drawing uh, the moles on their face and stuff like that. I mean, this is always, always going on. It always will. I just, this is what it is. You know, that's true. But with us, we could avoid it if we wanted to. Does that make sense? Like, we could. No, you could. And, and that's. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could. Hey, man. Hell no. Hey, yeah, did you, you go to could, school? You could avoid. I did. Right. Yeah. And that's why you couldn't avoid it. That's true. Because those people are the worst group of people known to man are your peers in school. School is cruel. That's... Yeah, it is. It can be. I was a giant, fat, poor kid. School was a mean, mean place. <laughs> and you were black. Yeah. That, that, don't Dude, forget that. 
and I lived in the middle of the woods. Uh, like literally, we lived in the in the in the Ocala National Forest while I was in a uh, middle school in some of high school. That was a bad bad place to be. Um, because even though you know I had never really thought about it in my entire black life, I I became really really cognizant of who I was at that point in time because we looked absolutely nothing like anybody that we were around. Right. So because of my myself hate at the time, I put up with a whole lot of crap that I would have never normally put up with. You want to drop an N-bomb? Sure. We're friends, right? As long as you like me, you can say almost anything you want to. I just want to be cool and hang out with you guys. Right. So while we're while we're still on on the social media a little bit, sorry, I I don't mean to keep circling back. There's also no, um, a new trend that's going on too, to where if a, a person is, they're judging their self worth by how many how many likes or stuff that they get to, and and I feel like that could tie into self hatred too, like. Oh man, my last post it didn't get it didn't get but two likes, so I feel really bad about myself right now. Like maybe I'm not as cool as I thought I was. I think so. The worst part about that is it gets them to go out and do worse stuff in order to be noticed. Right. Yeah. Like a girl, if she takes a cute picture, and it's actually a nice, decent picture, and she might get twenty likes. And she notices somebody else took a picture and, you know, they got almost all their boobs and butt hanging out. She's going to change who she is in order to get that attention that that person got. Right. Because they've, they've done studies. Um, it's a dopamine reaction in your brain when you get those mm-hmm. likes. Like, it, it is a chemical reaction that happens in your head that makes you happy to get those likes. So, I mean, it's, it's and dopamine's a feel-good drug. I love so it, 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 it makes you happy. So, it's almost like they're chasing the high. Mm-hmm. So, and when you crash from that high, it's, it's a real thing. Or when you get denied it in the first place. It's a real thing. That's true, too. That's true, too. Here you go thinking that, you know, you're about to blow the world up. And you're like, yeah, I just posted this bomb thing. Everybody going. And then you're, like, literally sitting there watching this post. You do absolutely nothing. Right. Refreshing, hoping somebody's seen it. <laughs> hoping that mm-hmm. you're going to get that notification saying that somebody liked your post. Right. You know, we, we've had our social media discussions before. You know, it is what it is, man. It's a part of the life. It's part of the, you know, the lexicon now. The, 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 it's part of our world today. But it's literally it's destroying people. Right. You know, because we're not even in school. And I can imagine you going to school the next day 
and somebody being like, yeah, I saw you, Jimmy. You posted that picture you thought was fire, and it got, you know, 10 likes. <laughs> they were probably out of pity. Yeah, you know, I get something that gets 10 likes, and I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get 10 likes. <laughs> right. So, your value in yourself has to be an intrinsic thing. If not, and if it only comes from the outside, you're screwed. That's true. And and that's not to mean that, you know, other people's opinions don't matter because, you know, my wife don't like something I do or approve of it or whatever, and I try to act super tough to her and everything, but it'll crush my world because she means a lot to me, so her opinion does. But at the same time, I'm also self-confident enough to know that I'm awesome, Pretty, pretty stinking awesome. I know what I bring to the table. So if you're at a point where you don't, you're going to put up with a lot of stuff. And that's that's where the destruction of self-hate really happens is Mm -hmm. you're going to put up with stuff from other people that you don't have to. You say what, sir? I think it's I think I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's the compromises that you're willing to make so that you'll have other people feel better about you and then and that in turn makes you feel better about yourself. So whenever you whenever you let anyone else determine your value or or you give them that much power to where I don't feel good about myself unless they do. I think that's when I think that's when it becomes a, a really dangerous thing. You may be you may be a middle aged, balding white guy that weighs over three hundred and fifty pounds, but you just be the best darn balding middle aged white guy over three hundred and fifty pounds that you can be and know that you're just pure awesomeness all the time. I mean there you go. I mean, not to say that there's not we, things you can do better, but... Correct. But it doesn't diminutize who you are. Right. And, and that's just the, the bottom line to it. Right. Be who you are. Be confident in who you are. Appreciate who you are. Accept no less than what you give to other people in return because this self-hate really affects your self-worth. You know, you're not liking yourself. You're going to keep putting yourself in situations. And eventually you will put bring it to the point to where you find your, you know, the, the saddest thing is like where you find black people that don't like black people. Or you know, fat people who don't like fat people, and it's like, but you're fat. Are you going to sit there and down all these fat people? But it's like, you know, in, in your heart of heart, you don't like the where you know you don't like where you're at. 
But instead of you changing yourself so that you can improve your own self-image, you hate on yourself and things that are like yourself because you don't like yourself. You ain't got crap to do with them. It's, I don't like me, and so therefore I'm not going to like everybody else. But, you know, it leads to things like depression. It leads to things like drug use and people putting up with abusive relationships and people putting themselves in compromise, compromising situations. You know, because I've had friends of mine who were at it. I've had friends of mine who were in abusive situations and everything else, and all of them to a T said they knew. They knew, yet they didn't remove themselves from that situation. They knew it wasn't a good thing. They knew that what they were doing was hurting themselves. but yet they didn't remove themselves from that situation. And that's just, it's, I don't know, complex, complicated. And it's unfortunate. It just is. Yeah. Is that lady, is she going to talk or? She's not. I checked on her. Okay. You know, I, I just hope that people learn to love themselves. People learn to look at themselves in a different light. People learn to be motivated by intrinsic things and learn that the only thing that you can control is yourself. So to hate oneself and you're the only thing that you actually can have anything, you know, the only thing you can have control over in this world I don't care if you own a dog. That dog ain't going to do everything that you want it to do. The only thing you can control is you. So while you have that control, you know, before you get old and you can't control your bladder and stuff like that, you can't control you no more, enjoy you. Learn to love you. And then hopefully you'll be enough for you. So. And 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 Miss Ramona Shanae, um, you walked in on us talking about self hate and you know, the definition of what it is and people, you know, not liking themselves and the stuff that they suggest they subject themselves to. To answer your question. Because she's messaging these guys. All right. Um, but she, what I got, Mikey? You she's got anything? With, she's with us in spirit. Nah, man. I, I think I think we we pretty well covered it. Um, it it starts. It's it's internal. It's something that starts with you. Um, you may you may not be happy with exactly where you're at during the during the process, but you can always, like you said, you can always control. So you can control yourself. So it's not, it's not the destination. It's the journey. Isn't that what they say? 
they say. Destination's not bad either, though. But, you know, don't miss out on an awesome journey while you're just focused on that destination. Right. Unless that destination work and focus on that journey because that destination is probably terrible and it's going to suck your soul. But that's yeah. a story for a different time, boys and girls. No. Well, we got. Thank you for joining us. Um, we missed you, Ramona. That we missed we did. Plain Jane. Uh, she's got a question for us. It looks like before before we drop the. Um, nope. Nope, she doesn't. No questions. <laughs> um, so she wants to know what about people that lose themselves in the many hats that they wear, and I kind of get what she's saying. Because um, people, you you do you do put forth different things around different people, and and I I would hope that you wouldn't act the same where you work that you would around your boys um, or your crew or whatever you want to call it. I was trying to be hip just then and didn't work out. It felt, it felt really bad coming out of my mouth and I, and the world's now a worse place for what I just said. Um, so, I mean, I could, it, it, it's really, it's, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult to sometimes know who you really are. I guess because cause you're so used to putting forth a front, putting forth an act in certain different places. So I can see how that could lead to um, to a self hate too. Because sometimes you just a certain way, especially if you deal with the general public, and that person's not always the best person to be or be around. So. I don't know. I think that I think that's part of the problem. How do you find yourself again when you're so used to having to put forth a fake act or or a watered down version of your true self? Because I hate to say fake, because I know a lot of people that aren't fake with how they are around people, but they are definitely the light beer version of themselves. They are the very very watered down cocktail version of themselves. Um, and uh, now, now I guess she wants to talk. So hold tight one second. We'll bring on Miss Ramona Shanae. You're on the air, darling. Welcome. Good evening. Thank you so much. Um, my question was more so not that people have to put on airs when they are around other people, but when it comes down to females, and this might be something that you all covered before, and when I say the many hats, um, you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a sister, you're a worker. And, you know, women especially, when they try to fulfill all those different roles um, to try to be the best thing, and it's not really that they're changing themselves around in the situation that they're in, but it's more so like, um, and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit of feedback um, there, but it's um, more so like the different roles that they have to play women tend to lose their identity um, in those types of situations. You know, again, mother, daughter, wife, or girlfriend, um, child, uh, co-worker, whatever the case may be. And 
you know, a lot of times when they lose themselves or they lose their identity, because especially with women being the most emotional creatures that there are, you know, that's one of the ways that self-hate becomes because they're like, okay, I'm so many things to so many other people, but I've lost myself in the process. That's more so what I was asking that question about, you know, is they, they end up hating what they have become, although they're so great to other people, but they've lost themselves in the process. And then they begin to hate that time that's lost. Does that make sense? It does, but I never would have got there. Okay. Like I did not, I I did not, I didn't take that from your question at all, as you can tell. That's Um, literally what I said. You just, like, like, like th- thanks for thanks for just calling me out on the air, Shanae. Now I don't feel so good about myself right now. Well, it, it wasn't that, you know, and I'm sorry. It was more so like, no, let me good. explain my question a little bit better. Right. I, I think that the reason I didn't take that is because I think men and women are wired so different. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I said women. Yeah. Um. I don't when it comes to to the different hats things like like you just said like I don't I feel like my hats are always on when it comes to certain roles like I'm always a husband I'm always a father those are those are hats that that never come off um mm-hmm. and I I don't feel like I act any differently cuz those those define such a they're such a big defining factor in my life that they it affects everything that I ever do so so and, wouldn't be acting other, differently though the, it, because see uh, you're, the, you're the same you're the same one and the same you're not acting differently but with the hats that you carry do you lose part of your identity in the process I think that I don't think so I think that they have they have that I'm not jeez I'm I'm having a hard time getting my words out tonight. Um they they do they define me. They haven't taken anything away from me, but they've definitely added to. Does that make sense? I feel like they've made me better. Mm-hmm. Because I am. That's because you have a wife side. Well, she's pretty <laughs> awesome. I'm not going to lie. She's She's borderline saint to put up with me and and my friends that I have all the time. Yes. Um, so. But I believe with, when it comes down to women a little bit more that because they carry so much of the roles emotionally that they lose part of their identity. Yes, these roles are who they are, but then it's part of it's it's what the roles that they have taken upon, but then they lose the process of who they originally are, what makes them happy, what makes them go, you know, what what makes them you know relax or whatever the case may be. They form emotional attachments. So when it comes time to do things for themselves, or they're thinking about you know, there's no. And hopefully I'm saying this right, they have no set boundaries to look after themselves. And then that's where, you know, 
their own self-hate comes in, whether it be body right. shaming, whether it be, um, you know, we're very hard on ourselves. You know, um, do I look good in this dress? You know, you could sit there and say, oh, I like that dress on you. And a woman might, oh, I got it at the thrift store. Oh, this old thing is never just something where it's I say thank you, you know, or not me particularly, but, you know, where they say thank you to it. Um, because they have given so much of themselves to other people that they've lost themselves in the process. And until they're able to identify that, because sometimes somewhere in the wife, mother, daughter, child, or some female's life, they're going to come to that aha moment. And then they'll realize, you know, once they go through that process of self-loathing and trying to refigure out who they are again and go, you know, through those emotional portions, then they begin to love themselves again. They put themselves first. And then they begin to live their life as they see fit versus the way of the roles that they have to carry. That was more so my question slash answer. Good question. Great answer. Um, um, I'm I'm glad that you asked a question that you knew the answer to. (laughs) I'm getting off. No, I'm picking on you. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're not feeling so hot. So thank you. I'm I'm glad you did call in though and chime in though because um the female perspective is something that that me and Anthony definitely do not have. Um, At all. And um, I don't I don't think as men that we are um capable of feeling more than one emotion at one time. Oh so, gosh. Not at all. I mean, I mean, you know, hungry, sleepy, pain. That's that's pretty much that's our that's our core gambit. Happy, sleepy, hungry. Again, I'm not. Oh, there's that. another one no. too, though. Yeah, my wife beat you to it, but I wasn't going to say it on the air. So, we are definitely hey, driven by our. Um, yeah, that's true. We're definitely driven by our carnal instincts. Let's put it that way. Yes, our yeah. animalistic nature. That's very, very true. And we look yeah. at the, you know, the finer things, the intricate details of it all. So, you know, there's more than happy, sleepy, hungry, pain. It's more so um, healthy are they okay? It's more emotional and more stress that's put on our bodies when we're trying to appease everyone else without taking care of ourselves first. Well, then, so I have a question for you before you drop off, and I hate to keep keep you on, but I'm I'm going to. So when you talk about the different hats and stuff, is it is it the fact that and I don't want to I don't want to sound bad. Just say it. But is it the fact? Is it the fact that you get so lost in those roles that you begin to resent and hate that part of yourself because that's all you focus on? Because you don't have don't, any time for yourself? Is is that sort of the sort sort no, of what because, you're getting at or no. no, it's not not that you hate yourself for it. It becomes a fr- uh, it goes from fr- frustration because it's mm. time lost. See, when women put so much into the emotional relationships 
And if it's not giving back, uh, you know, they're giving, giving, giving. And if it's not giving back to them to to, to feed their emotional need, then it's uh-huh. something that where they might feel that they're inadequate in certain areas. Um, you know, if my husband's not talking to me and, you know, just ignoring me, you know, what is it about me that, you know, and there here comes itself, hey, why is he not paying attention to me? Why is he not talking to me? What have I done to make him not talk to me? He could just be having a bad day, you know, or, you. you know, if there are females that are collaborating at work and they just happen to glance your way, why are they looking at me? What's wrong with me? You know, it, it goes through all all those emotional things that occur. And then, you know, so and then that begins to create, like, that spiral emotional downfall. So if there is the lack of confidence in self, um, then it begins to create those self-hate things. We have the higher risk of suicide, women do. We have the higher risk of self-harm. You know, a lot of the teenagers that go through cutting are all, you know, when they're cutting themselves, they're all females. And it is, it's a lot of it's that emotional portion. They've given themselves so much. Now they'll resent the roles when there's nothing coming back in return emotionally. And it's not fulfilling, it's not filling up that emotional uh, cup that needs to be filled. Then they'll, they'll create that process. And then not only will they create that process, everybody around them will fill it. And then if they got children, their children will fill it, and they'll begin to start that generational curse from one daughter to the next daughter, and then they'll just go down that line. So they have to learn to be confident in themselves, love themselves. And that's what I'm thinking that I try to teach my daughters. You've got to learn to love yourself, be independent for yourselves. And then love others. We're always taught, you know, biblically, love your neighbor as thyself, but we always have loved the neighbor and forgot to love ourselves. Because I'm sure you guys didn't throw like a Bible scripture in there tonight at all. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Nope. Kind of. Not at all. <laughs> So hopefully I answered your question, Mikey. You did. Words of wisdom to live by for anyone. Put into yourself first before you can put into others. Yes, you've you you've got Very to learn. Wise. And it's not the selfish part where it's just me, 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 me. You know, those are those words yeah. of affirmation. You know, I am somebody. I am beautiful. I am this. I am that. You know, as Anthony always says, speak life over yourself. So those are those words of affirmation and words of wisdom, words of life that you speak over yourself. And, you know, even though it may not manifest right now, but you're planting those seeds into your future. Absolutely. And the next time that um, Anthony says not to let me ask a question, you cut his mic off. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Just end the show. 
<laughs> thank you guys for allowing no, me. No, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for once again being the most important part of this show. She does we do this for straight, you. man. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that about wraps it up. Thank you, boys and girls, for joining us one more time. Um, we appreciate everybody who tuned in. Uh, thank you, Ramona Sinead, for calling in. We always appreciate your perspective on these things. Mikey, thank you for participating in this testosterone-driven episode of We the People Radio. Oh, no problem. And until next week, thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Yep. Good night.